0: Welcome to Mishnah study. This happens to be an important Mishnah that also will come up elsewhere within Mishnayot, uh, especially the concept. And that is how much do you need to provide an ani? How much do you provide a poor person? When he's traveling, he's traveling place to place, we need to provide him with room and board. And how much of this food do we need to give him? We're going to speak about the minimum amount of bread that we need to give this person, right? So if he comes in, could you give him, you know, have a slice? Of, uh, of bread, you know, or do you need to give him a certain amount? So that's what we're going to speak about. How big is this loaf of bread that we need to give him? Uh, and secondly, we're going to speak about, in general, a person, an ani, a poor person, how much he's allowed to take from the, from, the, from the kupa, from the city, right? The city would have different ways of giving out food and different ways of giving out charity, right, the, the charitable fund. How is the Ani, how is the poor person allowed to collect from here? And at what point do we say he's not allowed to take anymore, right? He's He, he does well enough where he can't take from the Kupa, right? From the fund in the city. E'en pochatim l'ani ha'over mimakom lemakom, mikikar b'pundiyon, me'an ba'a se'in ba'sela. Lan, notanim lo parnas adina. Shavat, notanim lo mazon, shalosh se'udot. So firstly, we don't give ani, an Ani, a poor person who's passing place to place, anything less than what? A kikar, a loaf of bread, that's worth a pundion. That's worth a pundion. Pundion is half a maa, right? Let's say, if we, let's say uh, if we were just to give it a currency, if I would say a dollar, so it's worth half of that, 50 cents, right? Now, at what point, right? If I, if I say, you know, if I said 50 cents in 1920 or 50 cents in 2022, then it's very different value. I'm saying, oh, a loaf of bread that you could buy for 50 cents. So again, what, uh, if, if it, it, depends, it depends on how much the flour costs, right? So that's what the Mishnah gives further. And it says, when you buy flour, marva basela, you buy four se'ah worth of flour, right? Four se'ah worth of flour. Four se'ah comes out to 24 kab. And you buy that for a selah, right? Selah, Hanabab is going to convert it down even further. A selah comes out to 24 ma'ah. Right, which is, you know, again, we said a pundion is half a ma'a. So over here, you're buying 24 for 24. So imagine you're buying, you know, 24, um, you know, a cab of flour for 24, you know, ma $24. Right? So that's what we're saying over here. Now, uh, when we say the, again, we said so far, so se'a is six cab, right? That's what we said. And that's what we have. That's how we got four cab, four se'ah is gonna be 24 cab. A selah, we said is four dinar and a dinar is six maa, right? Or six zoos is the same thing. So it comes out that we as we said, that 24, 24 maa, you're able to buy 24 kab with that. So therefore, if a person goes and he's buying a loaf of bread of half a maa. Right? How much is he going to get there? How much, how many, how many cub is he going to get in that loaf of bread? So technically it should be half a cub. Now, actually, that's what it says over here in the Perushan Rambah. The more accurate Perushan Bam continues on and says that he's going to get, we're going to give him a loaf of bread that's worth a quarter of a cub. Now, how do you get to a quarter? We get to a quarter. Because the, uh, the baker himself, right, the person who's baking the bread, he needs to make profit as well, right? So he's taking half for himself, right? He's working on a 50-point margin. And then he, for therefore, he gets, he's taking half for himself, and he gives uh, half of it you know, to, to whoever's uh, buying the bread from him. So it ends up being that when you buy a loaf of, you know, you're buying a bread for a pundion, you're getting a quarter of a cow worth of bread. Now, how much is this quarter of a cob? Now, just going back to our our uh, mnemonic device we mentioned in last Mishnah, Kesilav Yagodu. So it comes out a quarter of a cob comes out to uh, a quarter of a cob will come out to one. That's basically one log, right? This four log in a in a cob, and one log comes out to approximately, if I'm to convert it into liquid ounces, it comes out to about 12 liquid ounces, which is a cup and a half. Right, that's what we're saying. So you're basically giving him a cup and a half of, you know, a, a loaf that has a cup and a half of bread, of, of flour in it. Um, just to convert it today, I was asking my wife, you know, when you when you bake hala, you know, how much, what does that convert to? So she says you get a bag approximately 18 cups of flour uh, for every bag, and you know they're usually able to make maybe six halot from that. So each hala comes out to about Three cups of flour. So we're basically saying half of that. So imagine it's one of those standard halot that you have. So basically half of that, that's the size of a loaf that you need to give to the Ani who's coming around. Next part of the Mishnah. Lan, he sleeps over, you have to give him panasat right? So you have to give him, a, you know, a, a bed to sleep in, a pillow to use. If you know him, then you have to give him also clothing. Harambam says if he stays for Shabbat, if he stays for Shabbat, you need to give him three seudot, right? Now, where do we get three seudot from? A person needs to eat three seudot on Shabbat. So, Rabam quotes it from. He learns it from asmachta. It's a, it's a hinted to us in Sefer Shemot by the man when Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives us the man. It says, "Echlu Right? It says hayom three times. So, because it's says hayom, three times, we we learn from here that a person needs to eat three seudot on Shabbat. Now, next part of the Mishnah: If a person has two right? He's not—he's not—he's—he's he, he's poor, but he has enough to eat for the day. He has two He has two meals to eat for the day. He's not allowed to take from the tamhui. Tamhui is literally a pot. It was almost like they're i guess like the pot in the soup kitchen that they would give out all the food to. So they would actually go house to house every evening, every day, or they would collect food, cooked food. For any, for, from everyone that was cooking in the, you know, actually cooking or baking in their house. And they would walk around and collect for the four people. Now, when they would collect, they would need three people to go ahead and collect and give, give it out because they would collect and give it out at the same time. And anytime you give out something to the community, you need to give it out with a minimum of three people because it's dinema monot. You're giving out, you're giving out uh, it's, its monetary issues, and all monetary issues are done with three people. So therefore, because you're collecting and giving out at the same time, and you need to give out with at least three people, so over here, you have to have three people going ahead collecting door to door. That's the tamhoy. Right? so if a person has two seudot worth, he has a meal, breakfast, you know, a breakfast and a, and a and a dinner, or they would have two meals back then, a brunch and an early dinner. So he's not allowed to take from the tamhoy. He has enough to eat from today. He's not allowed to take from that soup kitchen. Now, that's for the tamhoy. What about the kupa? The kupa is literally just like we have today. You have, a, you have a kupa, right? They would collect charity, and over here they would collect charity every end of Shabbat, every Friday. They would go also. Also home to home to make sure everyone gave charity and they would collect for the Anim for the week. And when they were collecting everyone had to give and if someone wasn't giving the appropriate amount they would actually take a collateral from him. They would go into his house and they would literally take on end of Shabbat they were allowed to take a collateral take his watch until he until he pays up what he's supposed to give for the charity, right? For the for the food kitchen of the of the town. And when they're collecting over here Over here we learn that the coupon needs to be collected with at least two people, right? Because you're not allowed to enforce something, use or use any type of force on a community with any less than two people, right? You need to have two people uh, really running an institution. and, And if you can force people to do something, it needs to be with at least two people. And when they're giving it out, right, when they're dividing up the food. Uh, so, or the charity, better yet, they're doing it with at least three people, like we said, right? That's how the Mishnah ends. you need to collect with two people and give it out with three people. Um, and like we said, because dinema monot, all laws of monetary issues are with uh, three things, three people. Now, if a person has two seudot, if he has two meals. He can't take from the tamhoy because he has enough. If he has 14 seudot, 14 meals, right? So that's enough for the week. So now he's not allowed to take from the kupa. And how do we get to the 14? Well, we said he has three for Shabbat, right? Which leaves us 11, three meals on Shabbat, right? Because he has to have seudah shlishid also. you said we learned it from that And we that what's left? You have another 11 meals left for the rest of the week. How does 11 meals divide up to six days? It should be two meals per day. It should be two times six, right? So you should get two times six is 12, plus the three on Shabbat should be 15, not 14. How are we getting 14? So Anabam explains that because he had Sudash lishit on Shabbat, right, he's not going to have a Saturday night meal, right? This Ani is not going to have a Saturday night meal. Rather, he has three sudot on Shabbat, one on Sunday, and two every other day of the week, right? That really sums up our Mishnah. Right? We learned some very important concepts over here. Firstly, what's the minimum amount of, of, of bread that you need to give an Ani? And secondly, is, how much do you have to give a person? How much, did, you know, or Ani himself, when is he allowed to collect? When is he not allowed to co- collect? And how much is uh, needed to give to him? I would just point out, I thought it was interesting. I saw the tour actually brings down if you're collecting for everyone daily, right? Then why do you, or if, yeah, if you're collecting for everyone weekly, Collecting the tzedakah for everyone weekly, then why do you have to collect for people daily? Right. If you took care of them for the week, then you're not going to have people who are going to need a meal. And he actually says there's two different types of tzedakah. I, I didn't see Hanabam say this. So I saw the tutor said this. And he said, that when you're collecting for the kupa for the people, it's for the people in the city. Right? The Aniyam, the poor people in your city. So you need to take care of them every day. You take them once a week. You take care of them once a week, they're taking care of them for the week. But what that doesn't account for the people who are traveling through the city. Imagine you have a shaliyah coming. He doesn't have anything to eat. He's traveling from outside the city. He stopped in your city for the day to collect, and he's moving on to the next city the next day. When he's in your city, you still need to take care of him. And you take care of him from what? From the Tamhoy. That's really for more of that. The pot from the soup kitchen, you need to take care of the anim or passing through your city each day.